This Irish man stands with America. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when cancelled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. You are about to listen to a segment from the Freedom's Disciple podcast exclusive to The Blaze. If you like it, please subscribe for free on SoundCloud, iTunes or Google Play Music. And a new show is released every Saturday at noon Eastern. Or you can get more information if you go to www.freedomsdisciple.com. Thank you so much for sticking with me, America. I know many of you who listen to this show are very familiar with Castro, but I just had to lay out the record for people to share with people. If you found any interest or you have people that you know in your family or friends who think they're very unconf- very confused or not knowing of Castro's real intent, please consider sharing the first segment with with your friends and family. Um, I would really appreciate it because I think the biggest challenge we have in many ways going forward is explaining the truth, not in an opinionated way, not in a fictional way, but in a factual way. Because I think, not demeaning or insulting anyone, but there's a lot of ignorance out there today. And it's infuriating for me that there are people on the left who would look at someone like me and look at someone like people like you who listen, who would look at with hate in your eyes and, and think that you hate gay people. There is hatred for gay people in this world. For me, it's unacceptable, but it isn't me and you. The hatred comes from people like Castro. The hatred comes from places like Russia. We must stand against hate regardless of where it comes from or who it is towards for the rest of this show I want to talk to you about something very serious and I know people who listen to this might think this is bashing someone it really isn't I want to talk to you from the heart because I want to ask you some serious questions over the next couple of segments, but I really want you to focus in on who you are. One of the things I do at this show and I work really hard at is I want to share my opinion with you, but I also want to do it in such a way that I don't ever want people just to take my opinion and regurgitate it and make it their own. I want you to find where you stand on the issue. And if that happens to be against me or the exact opposite opinion I have, I'm okay with that. 
but I want you to find where you stand on the issues. I want to ask you a question to think about over the next couple of weeks and over the holidays, over Christmas, over New Year. Who or what defines who you are? And what is important to you? Because today we are defined by many things. And some of these are good and some of these are bad. There are a lot of people and our friends on the left who I, I really feel sorry for it because they are defined by things that, for the most part, you can't control. People are defined by their race. You can't control... The vast majority of people can't control their race. Now, you can go through therapy and, you know, I don't know what the exact word is. I'm using therapy, but, you know, where you can change the color of your skin. I don't know why anyone ever would. Color doesn't matter. Race does not matter. But they're defined by it. They're defined by their gender. Oh, you're female, you're good, you're male, you're bad. We're defined by our sexuality. How, who do you sleep with? Uh, I don't know about you. I've always had a very simple rule on, on sex. If it doesn't involve me, I don't care. We're defined by our status. This is a growing trend in America where people take this sense of comfort and definement and, and acceptance of society when, well, I'm part of the middle class. You know, I'm not one of those uber rich guys, but I'm not one of the poor either. I'm middle. I'm in the middle. I'm average. I'm middle class. Some people take, are defined by their money. How much money they take home. Some people are defined by where they're from. You know, whether they live in the city or whether they, what state they live in. And their views are defined, well, I live in New York, so of course I'm a liberal. I, I live in Texas, so of course I'm a conservative. Some people are defined by their families. Well, my family did it this way, so I do it this way. Again, just to be clear, I'm not saying these are all bad. I'm just giving you some examples. Some people are defined by their religion or their faith. Well, I'm Catholic, so I do things a Catholic way. And what the Catholic Church teaches, I, I study their catechism, and this is what I follow. This is my belief system, and this is the way I live. Some people are defined by faith. Just the Bible, no religion, just pure faith. Some people are defined by who their friends are. You know, not everyone is a leader. Some people are followers. And if they grow up in a certain neighborhood and they follow and they have friends their whole life and they go to school with their friends and then to college with their friends and then to work with their friends, they're defined by their neighborhood and who they hang around with. Their ideas are defined by ever who's in charge of that group, ever who the ringleader is or who the, the most vocal person is. Some of us are defined by our politics. Well, I'm a Republican, so if the Republican Party says this, I'll support it because they're better than the left. Some people are defined by who they supported in the presidential election. Some people are defined by who their past presidents were. 
You see this today with Ronald Reagan. There are people who still self-identify as a Reagan conservative. There are even some people on the left who still say, well, I'm part of the, the Reagan Democrat coalition. That's who they define as. That's who sets out their beliefs. That's, that's where they feel comfortable. That's where they feel they belong. There are people who are defined by different leaders in society. You know, you think of, the, of recent history, of how much of certain people who had such a big impact on society, and they are considered, they consider themselves followers. They, their beliefs define who they are. You know, people like Martin Luther King, people who rose up in the civil rights movement, they, define, they are defined by what Martin Luther King said. They are defined by, I have a dream. They are defined by, I judge a man by the content of his character, not the color of his skin. That, in a part or in a whole, defines who they are. We are based on, maybe even sports teams, define who we are. You know, one thing I love about America, and I, I think it's incredible, is you're defined by your college sports. Because if you went to BYU or you went to, to, to Georgia Tech or you went to Texas A&M, you're defined in part by your rivalries. Because, you know, like Texas, when Texas plays Oklahoma, it's a huge game. You're defined by it. You're defined maybe by the branch of military you went to. I have many military friends, and the, I always love watching the, the rivalries between military and uh, between Navy and and the Marines, and, and so on and so are to the Air Corps. They just have that different rivalry. It defines who they are. They think they're better than the other branches. And that's just, that's just the way it goes. We are all defined by a set of ideas. Some of them can be good, some of them can be bad. But we must always be aware that we are the person who defines us. Do you define who you are, or do you let someone else do it? Because there's another part of the world that defines who we are. And it is growing in influence each and every day. And that is the culture that we live in, but also the culture of Hollywood. Do we let that define who we are? Because as you see these movies where anything goes... What you see on telly, what you see you become, what you read you become, what you hear you can become, in a good way, but also in a bad way. Do you think what people see and hear today is healthy? And do you see a correlation between how people get defined by what they see and hear and they act they don't actually think about, am I becoming something I don't like or am I just following? I just want to give you one example. Now, by the way, I'm not for banning this. I, I, I told a story on air months ago. I remember visiting a, a cousin and we were in his house. And I can't remember. I'm going to guess the child was seven, eight, nine. I, I can't remember. I'm dreadful at little details like this. But they were playing Grand Theft Auto. They were stealing cars, throwing uh, bombs at everyone. Do you think people play this 
and it just becomes part of their culture and they become defined by it and it becomes acceptable to them because, hey, I did it on the computer game, so it must be okay. Do you think there's any correlation between that and the protests that you see? Whether it's Black Lives Matter, whether it's Occupy Wall Street, or whether it's now the people outside Trump Towers. Do you think there is a correlation between that or a causation between that? Who defines you? For me, I work really hard to make sure I define who I am. You know, I shouldn't say this because people should say you never admit your weaknesses. I get loads of insults. The one insult that annoys me the most is when someone says to me, Glenn gives you talking points, you're only a puppet for Glenn Beck, or you, you have no opinion of your own, it's just you follow what Glenn says or what the blade says. That really annoys me, not because of anything they say, but because I work so hard to define myself. I could have easily been a follower. You know, I could have easily followed the Irish tradition of not liking America. Of thinking, you know, America's this imperialist nation. You know, you're all warmongers over there. You know, you just want to occupy every country. I, it would have been very easy. I was still only a young adult when the Iraq war happened, when Afghanistan, when 9-11 happened. That was the stuff I saw in the media day in and day out. I could have easily followed that. In my own family, I could have been the biggest socialist. I come from a very socialist family. From a big government family who come from people who believe government doesn't do enough. Who believe in the power of regulations through, through executive orders. Who believe in regulations on industry to cramp down on what they don't think is right or what they don't think is just or the right way to do business. I come from a family that has very big union representatives. I'm not defined by my family, by the country I live in. I am defined by me. I have my set of beliefs. Right or wrong, they are mine. And they are mine because I have thought long and hard about them and done a lot of self-reflection. What are you defined by? And is it healthy or is it something you want to change? Because I'm defined by certain things that I just spoke about. I'm defined by the Bible. I'm a Christian. The Bible is incredibly important to me. It helps define who I am. To a lesser extent, things like the U.S. Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, it helps define who I am because as I went through my voyage of self-discovery, I was very easy to tell you what I did not like, what I did not stand for. But when I started to find those and I started to find what your founders wrote, then I was able to say, not only am I not am I against socialism and big government doesn't work, but I'm able to say, I'm for these things. I am for all men are created equal and that they have certain rights. You can discuss which rights, but they have certain rights which are inalienable, which come from a creator. And among those are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, whether it's the freedom of religion, the freedom of speech, the freedom of association, the right to bear arms, the right not to incriminate yourself, the right to be secure in your person and your papers. This is what I am for. This is what defines me. What defines you? 
This is something I would ask you to think about. And it's not a question that you can think about for, I will be honest, it is not a question you can think of for five minutes and go, hey, I got this answer. It takes a lot of self-reflection. It takes a lot of self-reflection and to get to the answers. And then when you get the answer of what defines you, then you need to decide if that's healthy or not, or if you want to change. But don't do it and don't share what what defines me. Find out what defines you. That is what's important in this world. I got to take another quick break, America. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere because we still got a lot to discuss. There's a reason I asked this question right now. Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on demand. The Blaze Radio Network. 